Ouch Ouch You know what day it is? Ouch It's deadline day. And deadline day's passed, but you know, that's deadline day. You, you so. didn't have to tell them. We're recording this before the deadline. We're right. This is uh, Tuesday, the fifth, February the fifth. The Pacers just got Drew Holiday. They didn't. They traded his brother for him. They didn't. They did not. That would be amazing having two Holiday brothers. That would be good. The two best Holiday brothers. Maybe they give him a free agency <laughs> in a couple years. The two best Holiday brothers, because Justin's definitely the worst. I sometimes forget he exists. You want to start with the bad <laughs> traits? Sure. There's plenty of bad traits. Yeah, let's let's build up to it. The first one of the first trades. It kind of wasn't even on deadline day, but the the Suns and the Heat. This is probably the worst trade I've seen. So the the Heat sent Tyler Johnson and Wayne Ellington to the Suns. They decided they don't want Wayne Ellington, so he got he got cut or what? What do you call bought it? Bought out. Bought out. Yep. Yeah, he got bought out. So they kept Tyler Johnson. Who's making like what, fifteen mil a year for like the next four Rumble. years? Yeah, You're making a, a bunch of stuff that's garbage. And then he got Ryan Anderson back. Yep. Which he's, he's expiring making, though. So. Yeah, I mean that's decent, but still. That was the only reason they can buy. They get some cap space. Yeah, they'll get it this summer, but it's still a bad trade, if you ask me. Well, he's got to get money off somehow. I guess. I guess it's better than what I gave it credit for since Ryan Anderson's contract's expiring. you got to trust Pat Riley. I will, but they're not getting any big no. free agents. No. I think the Heat stays are done. At least he's giving it a shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else we got this bad? The Hawks got Shelvin Mack. I don't, I don't even know they traded anyone for Shelvin Mack because Woj never That's the best it. trade right there. They just acquired Shelvin Mack from the Pistons somehow. That's hey, that's a good deal though when you just acquire yeah. a Shelvin Mack out of nowhere. I think Shelvin Mack's good. So uh, uh, one of my least favorite ones was the Bulls Wizards trade. The Bulls did awful. <laughs> you don't like yeah. twenty six mil for Otto Porter? Yeah, I mean it's one thing if you're a team that's good, that's going to make the playoffs and needs a player like Otto Porter. The Bulls aren't going to make the playoffs, so why are you acquiring more, more debt, more cap? For Otto Porter, who's not going to help you get anywhere. He's just going to be... This also gives us a chance to make fun of the Wizards, who are going to owe injured John Wall $42 million. I think he did it on purpose. I think he hurt himself on purpose. Is John know. Wall one of the like biggest overrated players ever? Yeah. Yeah, people still think he's one of the best in the East and stuff like that. But The Wizards did pretty good, I think, though. Jabari Parker, Bobby Portis, and Wesley Johnson. They got all those guys. Jabari Parker and Bobby Portis, I think... I mean, they're still going to be good. Beyond the Wizards, they're not going to be good there. But <laughs> I mean, there's at least a chance they can be something. Which, also, I didn't think about this, but with how good Thomas Bryant's been this year, I don't know what the Wizards are going to do there. Are they just going to forget about Thomas Bryant? Because he's number one in true shooting percentage. Uh, he's like... A top five in efficiency. He might he might be number one in efficiency as well. But he's one of those guys that this is probably his ceiling. So yeah, but I mean he's number one in effective field goal percentage too. Like he's number one. Yeah, in he a also lot of plays things. for the Wizards. I mean yeah, but <laughs> he's doing really well offensively. Well, it's I mean it's either him or Bradley Beal. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot they're to, keeping Bradley Beal. I, I got this on the way over here actually. The Kings signed. Uh, 
one of the greatest players in the NBA to a 10-day contract, Corey Brewer. Did they really sign yeah. him to a I didn't even see that. Oh my. Corey 10-day Tim. contract Corey Brewer is man. different, man. I miss him already. He's gone. But we Just got, imagine if the Sixers still had Corey Brewer. Yeah. Well, they got James Ennis, who's pretty much Corey Brewer. You could have traded him shoot. for AD. They would have taken that. <laughs> Expiring 10-day contract Corey Brewer for Anthony Davis. That would have been good. But they, they should just make a team of old guys who are good for 10 days. Eldon like Brand. I bet you Eldon Brand comes back in the, the postseason to play. He'll Exec sign with the, the Warriors. Exec of the year. <laughs> oh, I'd be mad. Who, who, so we got this. Was dumb. The Lakers. We'll, we'll go to the Rockets. I'll see, if, I'll see if there's one that I hate. The Rockets, I think, they might honestly be the worst. They just got Amon Shumpert for I don't know why. Like, they, they gave up a bunch of players, like James Ennis. Wing defense, pretty yeah. much, is why they got him on. But they had, they had James Ennis, and they just gave him up well, he, to swap a Amon's second round pick. cheaper than Ennis. Yeah, by the way, the Pacers He's just got a so free bad. second round pick. Yeah, the the Pacers got a free second round pick, because <laughs> I didn't see them trade anything. The Sixers, just cash. The Sixers got James Ennis for free, because... I told you it was a Red Lobster card. It probably was. I, I don't know what... It, <laughs> I mean, the Rockets GM is usually regarded as, like, the smartest GM in the league, you know? People talk about how much he's into analytics and how much, like, he's changed the Rockets around because of that. But what did he do today? Like, Just wait till Amon Shumpert starts, like, know. destroying people. Uh, I, well, I guess. I don't know. He did sign Fareed, who's been a monster lately. But... Yeah, that's been good, but Amon Shumpert is Oh, I see one I hate right now. Is it the Pistons? No. Oh. Which, which one is it? The, the, the scowl for for oh, Caleb Swanigan trade. Yeah, that was. I mean, the, you that's pretty the much swap, most useless, useless trade I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, you swap two guys that aren't they're the same play. person. Yeah, they're literally the same person. That you swap two guys that aren't going to play. The, the Blazers, I I gave them bad. The Kings, I gave them a little bit better just because they got Harrison Barnes as well. But they also picked up Alec Burks. I don't I mean, know. They got why. Court Brewer. And they got Cord Brewer. That actually pushes that makes them up to A+. They actually got the best <laughs> one because they got Cord Brewer. The Lakers was a bad one. I, I keep skipping on the Pistons. The Pistons was awful. They got Thon Maker. They I got forgot Cy, though. They, I already forgot who that Oh, they traded uh, Thon Maker for... Uh, Stanley Johnson. Yeah, for Stanley Thon Johnson. Maker. But and it they ended up turning... Reggie Bullock for Cy Mihailuk yeah, in a second-round pick. Yeah, which... Is Reggie Bullock and Sphi are the same player? I just call him Sai. It's easier. It's Sphi. Yeah, but I just call him Sai. He's the Sphi's knees. <laughs> <laughs> Pistons are winning the championship now. <laughs> they got the Sphi's knees. Remember when Thon Maker was supposed to be the next Kevin Durant? Yeah, he's supposed to be really good. He was garbage. That's funny. <laughs> An angry Thon Maker is the 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 thing to the title, whatever the key to the title. But they get what they gave up. Stanley Johnson. Who ended up going to the Pelicans with Jason Smith? So it was like a three-team trade. So the Bucks could get a really good player. Yeah, and then the Bucks got Miritich, which that changed the Sixers from being running away with the Eastern Conference to actually now there's a four-team. And the Bucks race. got cap space out of it. Yeah, and they only gave up four second-round picks and Thon Maker <laughs> uh, and Jason Smith, I guess. <laughs> No one knew Jason Smith was on the Bucks. <laughs> I don't know, I thought he was out of the league. I thought he was still on the Wizards. <laughs> He's been on the Wizards since 2004. Uh, here's, here's my probably my least favorite of the teams that people say are good. So the quote unquote good teams, the Lakers. They got Mike Muscala and Reggie Bullock. 
people are praising them for Mike Muscala. Like, oh, they got a stretch five trade pieces. You have not. You have not watched a Sixers game this year if you think Muscala is still that good stretch four. He's right now. He's the worst in the league at field goal percentage on wide open shots, and that includes dunks and layups. Like he's at. He's hit like what? Th- probably three wide open three pointers this year. He's awful. Like he's not good anymore, and he's—I mean—he can't do anything except be a stretch four, stretch five. It's his whole purpose. So I don't know why that's. And plus, the Lakers have too many big men already. I mean, well, you bad know, been just like men. the Magic, you can never have too many big men. I guess. <laughs> and Reggie Bullock, he's garbage. I mean, he's the same thing as Fee Mihailik, which they traded away. So I don't know. I don't know why they did. I mean, he was starting for the Pistons, so I guess they're like, oh, he's a starter. He's got to be good. He's on the Pistons. <laughs> I see my Pacers on there was with Wes Matthews oh, in yeah, a free they acquired, second. They acquired That's nice. Wes Matthews. That's nice right yeah. there. I didn't put any of the second round pick stuff on here because. Who cares about second round? Yeah, they're not, they don't. If the Pacers could have got Drew or Mike Conley, I would have cried. But I was really hoping they'd get Mike Conley. But yeah, but the, the Grizzlies, Grizzlies were they were stupid. scared to get rid of them. I gave them. They have a. Actually, they actually did pretty well in the trade deadline. Yeah, but if you're trying to tank, why are you getting Valanciunas and Bradley, who cost a lot? That's, yeah, that's <laughs> what sucks. But, I mean, they got rid of Marcus Saul's contract. I believe Valanciunas is uh, expiring. I think he is. Yeah. Avery Bradley, he's still got two years, I believe. So he's not the best contract. But, I mean, I mean Avery Bradley still is pretty, expiring, yeah. but he's on a big one right now. Yeah. And the, the backcourt of Avery Bradley and Mike Conley is going to be crazy for yeah but the defense. rest of that grizzlies team yeah i mean it's not gonna be their defense is too good to let him rot on a team like that essentially what they're doing is they're going back to the old grizzlies that they used to be where they would be in the playoffs as a six seed and somehow make it past the first round you know that's kind of what i see going on they're just getting defensive guys that nobody cares just about. imagine if the pacers would have gotten mike conley they could have just grit and grit and been, everyone to death. This year, it wouldn't have been crazy. I mean, it would have helped a lot. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't, but it wouldn't have But if we had Depot back, mm-hmm. we could have just grit and grinded everyone mm-hmm. to death. And both those guys are for, from Just imagine Indy. how Nate McMillan, how happy would he would be. That would be. I, I would He'd be really so like happy. Yeah. He could only have three possessions in the whole game. And then they would have probably, <laughs> they still would have probably picked up Wes Matthews, which. Wes, Wes Matthews is a nice piece. Yes. Especially love, when you don't have to pay him 17. He's yeah. our great value depot. Yeah. Now that, now that you don't have to pay him 17 million a year. Yeah. Now that Wes Matthews makes like 2 million a year, that's a good player. Yeah. Since he got bought <laughs> out. The same thing with Wayne Ellington. I saw somebody earlier, like, how come just a couple of days ago nobody wanted Wayne Ellington, but now everybody. Because the they're not order. on high yeah. contracts. He's not getting paid $12 million a year now. He's getting paid a minimum. It's just like if Harrison Barnes was only getting like $13 million instead of $25, that'd be mm-hmm. a heck of a player. Yeah, that's why. They, yeah. <laughs> the Kings, I still like it for the Kings, though. Because they, Well, they're trying to make the playoffs now. You need some, some long wing guys. Yeah. They, they're trying to make the playoffs now. He fits in well with Buddy Heald. I don't like the maps, but they did, though. They got back Justin Jackson and Zach Randolph, but they cut Zach Randolph. So pretty much they just traded... Harrison Barnes straight up for Justin Jackson. Well, that was just for money. Yeah, I they got so. they got to do that that Kristaps contract. Yeah, so. I guess that's why they. It was, I guess that makes it sense. was a pure money play. I guess, guess that makes and sense. And Justin but, Jackson can't be that much worse than Harrison Barnes. I don't know. I mean, he has the potential because he's, he's he's definitely worse, but he I mean, can't be. You know, he can play a guard. You know, and when he's only on two million, it hurts a little less. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, 
Justin Jackson, he'll probably be gone out of the Mavs by next year, though. I feel like they'll try to piece him for other guys because I feel like they're going to start trying to make a a good run in the they're playoffs gonna, now. That they're they're going to get, get Kyrie. Well, that would be lit. Him and Luca. That would be lit. I, did, hold on. Did we talk about the Magic? I don't think we did. I uh, forget the Magic. The Pelicans, they're bad because really the only good piece Everyone they got. Everyone in the NBA hates the Pelicans. Yeah. The, and really the only good piece they got was Markeith Morris. And, like, they could have traded and tanked away. They could trade away the whole team. And what the Pelicans did to the Lakers was really low. Yeah. Even if they were tampering with your players. Honestly, that's the stupidest thing ever. One, it's the stupidest thing by the Lakers to offer the whole team. Yep. Even if you're getting Anthony Davis back, yep. what are you going to do then? There's n- Get Carmelo. There's not enough talent on the buyout market for you to do anything. There's Carmelo. With, that's it. Your your whole lineup would be JaVale McGee, Tyson Chandler, LeBron, Carmelo, and Anthony Davis. That's the only five people you have left. That's all you need. I guess. I guess. And it, Lance. They might bring up Andre Ingram. Don't forget about Lance. No, I think they end up throwing him in in the trade, too. Oh, well, then that would have been a complete loss on that trade. Yeah. <laughs> and they were going to give away all those guys for no reason. And then, two, the Pelicans are dumb. Yeah, they might not get the guy they want. They might want Jason Tatum, who's a better than anyone that the Lakers could pick up. But, one, the Celtics are in the East, so it doesn't hurt you that much to get uh, Tatum from them. It helps you a whole lot to take away the entire Lakers team. Even if you're giving away your best guy, if you take away an entire team, you're going to have pretty good chances of making the playoffs and making a run. And then think of all the trade assets you have after that. Because you're not going to keep all those guys. You can trade Kuzma and Ingram for a a star guy somewhere. You can probably trade him for for Tatum, honestly. Eh, I don't know about Danny Ainge ain't that stupid. I mean... They have better stats than than uh, Tatum right now. I understand it's but because knows. the team that Tatum's on. But, I mean, there's a chance you could get Tatum's Tatum. overrated. I said it. I, everyone knows that. Jalen Brown's way overrated. I don't think it, it would Jaylen be Jalen Brown's a, a great 3 and D guy. Well, not this year. He hasn't been hitting no threes. Well, D. Yeah, now he's just a D guy. He's a great D he guy. He was a 3 and D guy, but now he's not. Yeah. <laughs> Family friendly. Family friendly. Yeah, don't don't say all that. <laughs> this is the. I I like the magic getting fold. I think somebody said it was a low risk high reward, and the magic that's not true at all. It's a high risk high reward because. Well, if you're the magic, it's not did, too high risk. I I guess if it fails, you can be like, hey, we yeah. tried. <laughs> I mean, you have a chance of having a star player there if you can get him back healthy, get him his confidence back, and progress him. He can be a star player. I mean, he can turn into a Russell Westbrook, honestly. But well, just think if you're a Magic fan, you're happy today because your team actually did something. Yeah, they finally did. I, from what I've seen from Magic fans, they are happy, and I'm happy. They for did Fultz. something. I'm I'm happy for Fultz. I'm wearing my Magic jersey just to support them today. T Mac, yeah, my T Mac Magic jersey. But I'm happy for him that he's going somewhere. It's a nice year round and. He'll have a chance to actually be something. And now. the front office doesn't hate him. Yeah, yeah, he's not. I <laughs> he mean, could his, be the star child in Orlando. His agent is really what hurt things with the Sixers. Elton Brand was uh, getting really tired of his agent, and then well, eventually it's kind of the agent's job, though. I mean, it is, but I think that's kind of why they. <laughs> You're they the one that's supposed to make the front office mad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess, but 
He should time. sign with a clutch. Ugh, no. Well, he'll end up in L.A. Yeah, I know. That's a problem. With your boy, Ben. Yeah, Ben's probably going there. What are you going to no. do whenever Ben Simmons starts saying that he loves L.A. and that LeBron's such he's, a great leader? He's technically already done that now. He hasn't said it explicitly, but he's dating a Kardashian slash Jenner. All right. He's Which is a downfall. been acting. He has, like, his own sitcom. He's part of Clutch Sports. Rich Paul's his agent. I don't you know think who people, else enough people in, realize that. You know who else acts in movies? LeBron. Mm. Do you know who else has a studio that makes movies? Uh-huh. LeBron. I, I know. I'm, I'm scared about that, too. You know? <laughs> I knew he was on Clutch Sports. Didn't really think about it till today, whenever I was looking at the Sixers contract situations, and then LeBron traded for Ben Simmons in the All-Star game. That it's reeks, okay? It just wait reeks till LeBron, of tampering. Just wait till LeBron starts handing him a script of what to say. As soon as <sighs> Ben Simmons happen. starts sounding super calculated, you know that... It's going to happen. And I think... <laughs> I'm not sure, but I think Carl Anthony Towns might be a part of Clutch Sports as well. Ah, LeBron doesn't want him. Uh, maybe not. He's a baby, but I could see him going Le- Well, him. LeBron does have to have that one guy that he blames everything on. Yeah. Like, Bosh yeah. and... Uh, love, yeah. No one took that better than Chris Bosch's number should get retired just on. It is getting retired. Taking it, I know, but the reason it should be retired is he took all the. Well, besides mm-hmm. Mario Chalmers, but. Well, Mario Chalmers was actually. They legit hated bad. Mario Chalmers. Yeah, Mario Chalmers was actually bad. Bosch just took all the credit when it, or took all the blame when everything went bad. Yeah, but. Which you saw how much of a toll that took on Kevin Love. I would love to see Bosch come back and play. That would be good. But he's not going he, to. If his number's getting retired, yeah. then he's... He gone. Yeah. He gone. We don't want him to die just to play basketball. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Michael Jordan's number's been retired and he came back and played. Well, that's different. Yeah. He didn't have a medical condition. Yeah, that's true. Bosch he is going to be baseball. part of the Heat's front office, though, which is nice of the Heat. Yeah, that's really nice of them. I think it'd be good. I mean, look at what, what Elton Brand. What if he's Elton Brand? Yeah, you look at what Elton Brand did. Everybody's like, oh, I don't know. Well, you know Elton who's Brand. supposed to take over uh, the GM spot whenever Pat Riley leaves Miami? It's going to be Udonis Haslam? Shane Battier. Ooh, that might be a pretty good Battier's one. Battier's like a highly sought after front office guy. Mm-hmm. A bunch of teams like requested to interview him last offseason. He wasn't, he wasn't ever really a real talented guy. He's very calculated. He, he's a smart dude, though. He seems yeah. smart. Yeah, which I think that's why people want him in the front office. So Where they're going to elevate Mickey Arison to GM and then, or to Riley's spot, and then Batio will take the GM. Mm-hmm. Which in Miami, the president really has all the power. At least yeah, that's Pat, how it is with Pat Riley. Yeah, Pat Riley is going to always have the power. But yeah. Okay. Some other teams. Uh, the Celtics. They they kind of swing and a miss. They watch everybody, all the other top teams in the East today, just and like make their teams incredible. Like, and the Celtics just kind of stood by and like, well, I th- I think we have enough talent. We're gonna be all right. We'll, we'll get in Cantor on a buyout. Yeah, we'll pick Ennis Cantor. I mean, that's that's good. a good move. Really. That's that's a pretty good move. I'll give that to them. It's like but when they signed the Greg Monroe last year, but a better version. Mm-hmm. And honestly, they could probably get Greg Monroe again. Yeah, no one wants I mean, I'm not saying they want him, but they could. But the thing with Cantor is he's gonna—he's not going to be great against those top teams in the uh, the East where they need him. I mean, he might be all right against some teams' second units, which is where he's going to play most of the time. But once they play against the Bucks, the Bucks big men shoot and score too well. Cantor's a liability there. Same thing with the Raptors. Now that they went out and got Marcus Saul and Sergio Bacchus can be coming off the bench, that's going to hurt them. Well, that's the reason the Celtics keep Gershon Yabusele. 
because he's like a stretch four type guy who can play against quicker mm-hmm. big men. Yeah, but what I'm getting at is Cantor isn't he didn't really improve the team at all when it comes to those games. Like he'll help in the first rounds of the playoffs when they're playing against teams that don't really have big men that they're gonna have to worry about. But and like the Sixers now that they have Boban coming off the bench, like we already know he can't guard Embiid. Embiid puts up like forty points consistently against Cantor. Like I said, Ennis Cantor guard Embiid, and then Boban is he's just giant. And I mean, really nobody can shut down Boban. The only way to shut him down is to run him out of the gym. And Cantor's not gonna be doing that. Well, I mean, no, Cantor won't do that, but Al Horford will. Boban won't be in against Horford though. But is well, thing. you don't know. Brad Stevens might switch it up. Or he might I mean, put in Yabusele, even though he's shorter. But if he just I stands mean, on the three-point line, if you pull Boban out of the middle, you get rid of everything he's worth. I'm not I'm not saying that Boban might not get exposed against the Celtics, but it's not going to be Cantor doing it. Boban so won't be playing at, much in the playoffs, probably. No, he's not going to play much now. He's going to play 10 to 15 minutes. But Cantor isn't helping the Celtics at all. If anything, he's making them worse trying to put them in when they're playing the Raptors, the Bucks, and the Sixers. Well, honestly, probably all he, they got him for is when they're down. He's like a beast of an offensive rebounder. Yeah, he's a good offensive rebounder. He's going to put up 10 to 15 points a game. He's so probably closer to 10 now. So you can just have those now. dudes shoot, and he'll just rebound it. He's, I mean, yeah, he'll be good at that, but he's not going to be able to guard anyone. That's going to be a liability, especially with the top teams. They all have big men that can score crazy, like crazy on these guys. So they didn't really do anything today. That is kind of disappointing as they watch, you know, the Sixers stack their entire team. The know? Bucks get better. Yeah, the Bucks add Miritich, which adds more shooting. The Raptors to the team. get so, better. And the Raptors get Mark Gasol, defensive who, player of the year candidate, mm-hmm. with Kawhi. Yeah. And then they got Siakam and uh, Ibaka coming off the bench now. And Ananobi. Mm-hmm. And Ananobi's coming off the bench. That's a scary That's, defensive team. It is. It's just, and then they got Gasol, who's going to be there. Their offensive guy. The East has all the defense. The The West has all the offense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And another team I think a lot of people aren't really paying attention to because they're so bad, the Cavs. I think they did really well today. They, uh, I mean, they picked up Brandon Knight. That's nothing, okay? I mean, that's that's not anything, but it's not hurting them. Because they're tanking. They're tanking anyways. The the team that's going to get their first pick in the draft, what's the one thing they have to have? Brandon, Brandon Knight. Knight. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to tank, you have to have Brandon Knight. So that helps. They got Marquise Chris. He's kind of a he's lost cause at this point. He might be. I still think there's a chance he can be turned into something. But, I mean, there's a, there's a chance he can be turned into something. He's an athletic guy. Okay? Yeah. There's nothing great. But, again, you have to realize they're not competing. They're, they're tanking. They're going for Zion. They're going for R.J. Barrett. So their moves that they make to... Not really get any better, but maybe in the long run they'll be better. Is helping, and then they got a, a draft pick for this year. I, I mean, it's lottery protected, but I mean they're they're likely to get the pick. It's it's a Rockets pick. The wake of LeBron. So, yeah. So I mean they're tanking, but they're tanking right. So I think they did all right. But now there's what, what one, two, three, four teams that like really really won the. The deadline. The the Raptors, I would put them fourth of winning. I mean, they got Gasol. Which is a good he's, playoff He's He's going to be good, good experience, good playoff piece for them. But at the same time, like, 
Now they're going to have to deal with that contract and trying to get Kawhi back. And they gave up Valanchunas for it. Valanchunas is worse than Gasol <laughs> by a lot, yes. But, I mean, Valanchunas will fit with the team a little bit better than Gasol is. Uh, Gasol, and he'll be much better with the team than Valanchunas is. I agree. That's what I'm, this I'm not was saying. A, this, they did. The move was a, look, Kawhi, we're helping you. Yeah. The, <laughs> the move was good, okay? It's great, good move. The, probably the fourth best move of the day. If they could have pulled off the Lowry for Conley trade like yeah. they wanted, that would have been that, that would have been clutch. That would have been a, a huge hit because their defense is. You would have got the fathers of grit and grind, yeah. Conley and Gasol. And then you got Kawhi there. There's the Raptors are still gonna be good. They're gonna give a run for the Eastern Conference Championship. They're gonna be right there. It's gonna be between them, the Bucks, the Sixers, the Pacers. Celtics take the Raptors out. If the Pacers had Oladipo. They would be higher than the Raptors. Yeah, we got, still, we got Bojan Bogdanovic. Yeah, I mean he's doing all right. He's a, he's a nice player, and he's on ten million contract. I give number three to the Bucks. Now, the Bucks didn't get as good of a player as Gasol, but they, got, they gave they got up a key one. Yeah, they gave up much less, and the guy they got fits perfectly with the team. It's going to help Giannis so he's much. He's a better Ilyasova. Yeah, they yeah they have Ilyasova coming off the bench who. Helped the Sixers so much last year. Now they're helping the Bucks. He's helping the Bucks so much. And now they got Miritich coming in, who's going to sh- shoot insane. He's one of the best shooters in the league right which now. Which made Elton Brand kind of yeah. sad. Which, <laughs> honestly, if the Bucks didn't make this trade, the Eastern Conference was the Sixers to lose. Like, if the Sixers didn't win the Eastern Conference in the playoffs, it's because they messed up. They didn't play their best. Well, Giannis. But now. Giannis is still very good. I'm, just, I'm not saying that. <laughs> but can. Giannis isn't going to be able to do it as well against this the Sixers team now. That's what I'm getting at. But now that they got Miritich, that changes a lot. Because when they play the Sixers, Tobias Harris isn't a great defender. That's, I mean, and he's going to be matched up against Miritich. And with the Bucks' depth, it's going to it's going to uh, be a lot of trouble for the Sixers trying to run with that. Now, I think it would be a good trade. I think those are the two best teams in the East right now because of these trade deadlines. I mean, I could be proved wrong. I'm not saying magic. that. <laughs> if Fultz <laughs> comes back and is insane, then yeah, the magic are up there. But And then the, the first and second teams that won the deadline, I think are... They're pretty they're on kinda, par, honestly. Yeah, they're on par. For what they I'll, wanted to accomplish, not... I Not will, like for what they acquired, yeah. but what they wanted to accomplish. I will give the second to the the Clippers just because it's, it has a chance to fail more than what the Sixers. I mean, the Sixers could blow up in their face, but the Clippers could blow up in their face too. If they don't get anybody in free agency, all these moves they made are they're pointless. I think if you want if you want to go off of what they wanted to accomplish, yeah, the Clippers yeah. won. The, I, the Clippers did the best because their that. whole goal was open up two max slots. And they did that and more. I I think so, but I don't think you really realize what the Sixers were trying to accomplish too, because they're they're doing their free agent shopping before free agency. It makes it easier on them because they're not going to have the cap space this for the free agent window to go out and compete. So what the Sixers are trying to do is they're getting their free agents and Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris now, so they can get early bird rights for them. It'll still be tough for them to get both of them, but I believe the front office, when they say they have a plan for the guys, 
So yeah. I think, and and people are saying that they lost depth. They gained depth by getting rid of Chandler and Muscala. I don't think people really realized that that Wilson they, Chandler was starting. Their bench did get better, but out of like the contending East teams, they still have the worst bench. Yeah, maybe the worst bench, but at the same, like their starting five is so much better than those other teams. Yeah, but sometimes being top heavy is not a good thing. It, I'll, I'll agree, it's not always a good thing. Which, but I'm the only reason that they're not going to run away with the Eastern Conference is because of the depth, and the depth is still on par enough that I still think I they're mean, the favorites. You got to think, you know, when the Sixers bring in James Innes, who is a good ad for them, the Raptors mm-hmm. are bringing in Ananobi. And Pascal yeah. Siakam. Yeah. But <laughs> while that happens, though, the Sixers stagger their minutes, which a lot of the teams do now anyway, that when they bring in James Ennis, it's going to help because he's going to have Ben Simmons still on the floor with him. And so everybody's going to be guarding. They, they had a lot of spot-up shooting, which is going to be helpful with Tobias Harris and James Ennis. But anyway, the Clippers, I think they did really well. They got Landry Shamit, who is probably... Other than the picks, he's the best piece. They got a good, young, cheap player. Yeah. Draft picks that they could potentially use to trade for AD. They got they got two first round picks. They're not next year. They're 2020. One of the most coveted. Yeah. One of them is a protected pick. The other one is unprotected. The heat pick is like. And yeah, and Miami's probably going to be tanking (laughs) in 2021. They're probably going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Which, if they're going to trade that, they can get Anthony Davis. That's going to be good. If not. And you got and pick. the Clippers are one of the teams that AD said he would mm-hmm. be in Los Angeles, si- yeah. or he would consider signing long term. Mm-hmm. And then also, I mean, they got Wilson Chandler, who he's gonna he's gonna be a good stretch four for them, especially since I mean they're trying to tank. Yeah, but he's not he's part gonna, of the future, so yeah, he's gonna be one of their best players, which is good because they're trying to tank so they can pretty much have the reason space. he's there is you have to meet a minimum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they they got rid of Muscala, which was the best part of that trade with And them. they got back a young player yeah. and they Michael got, Beasley. Yeah, they got Zubak. Well, they got rid of Beasley. But they got Zubak, who's... He's a decent young player. He's honestly, for his contract, is one of the most valuable players. Because he's, I mean, he's got a good They traded a worthless him. person for him. Yeah, so. and they traded Muscala, who's awful. They got back Jermichael Green. I'm a big Jermichael Green guy. I mean, he's a he good was a stretch four. grind guy. Yeah. He's a good stretch four. I mean, he's nothing fancy, but he could get a lot better playing with Wilson Chandler, honestly. They still got Harrell, mm-hmm. and with Montrez getting big-time minutes, he could become an asset even. Yeah, and they got Garrett Temple as well. That's, I mean, he's a good uh, two, number two guard. Older, expiring play. contracts. He probably won't be playing that much, but his contract's expiring. And then they cut Marching Gortat. They got rid of Avery Bradley. They got rid of... Which another opened up a lot more yeah. money. They got rid of all of their guys that they're going to have to give max contracts to that they don't want to give max contracts All Jerry to. West has to do is get rid of that Gallinari contract. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, that's going to happen. He's going to get rid of the Gallinari. He's going to have an absolute storage mm-hmm. unit full of money to there's, throw at everyone. There's no way you can't say that they're not the favorites for Kawhi right now. I mean, Kawhi wants to play in L.A. He said he wants to play there. He got traded to the Raptors because the Spurs don't care. Okay, they wanted DeRozan. So I I am I will say there's a 90% chance Kawhi goes to the Clippers. I don't think he wants to play with LeBron. 
I think if he wanted to play with LeBron, he would go to the Lakers. But I don't think he wants to play with LeBron. And with the assets they have now, they're bigger players for Anthony Davis. Mm -hmm. They can trade for Anthony. And Anthony Davis is the third option. I mean, they have a chance to get Durant as well. I don't know. I would say there's a less chance of getting Durant. And Boogie. They have a chance for Boogie. Boogie can go there. I mean, they have a chance at two max contracts, three close to max contracts. That's the reason they got rid of Tobias Harris. They wanted to keep Tobias Harris. They love Tobias Harris, but they can't offer him a max contract and then hope to get Kawhi and Durant and stuff. He would have been a third option. They would have had to hope that he would wait around and the watch them chase other guys. The advantage that both them and the Knicks have, which is kind of both of their plans, is the Knicks can go to KD and say, you know, mm-hmm. here's a max contract for you. Pick somebody else you want to play yeah. with. Those teams have two max contracts. And the Clippers can go to Kawhi and say, pick who you want to play with. Yeah. We ha- we got a max contract for them. Yeah. And uh, honestly, they they could get uh, Kyrie. I don't think Kyrie is staying in Boston. I think Boston fans are delusional and thinking that he's going to stay there after he said, I don't owe anybody explicit and saying, ask me July 1st. That means he's they, going into free agency. Yeah. They believed him too much whenever he said, Oh, yeah, if they'll have me, I'll play here. They took it to that, heart. Yeah, that doesn't... It's Kyrie. A lot it of stuff changes when your team doesn't play as good yeah. as they're supposed to. Yeah. If they want, were in the championship, he'll probably stay. If they make it to the finals. But they didn't do... and I don't think they did enough today to make the finals. Because their team hasn't... They should have traded Hayward. If their team is faking being this bad... They're doing good. Yeah, then, they're, <laughs> then they'll make it. If their team is plays as good in the playoffs as they did last year, which I doubt they will... And then they have Kyrie and Hayward on top of that, then yeah, they'll make the final. They should have found a way to get rid of Gordon Hayward today. I don't know if there's even just way. for money or some draft picks. Yeah, which you could use in the AD trade, but I don't know if there's any way. I think what's really hurting them is Tatum. I think Hayward could be a lot better, but he, I think he's stepping back to let the young guys play. And because of that, and Tatum has not been what he should be based on what Boston fans are saying he is. Then it's hurting. Hayward, because he's not getting all the touches he... Well, when they trade Tatum for Anthony Davis, it'll it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll probably be. I mean, his touches are still going to be down, but I think he'll still play better. And then the Sixers. We arrive at them. I'm a little bit of a homer saying they're the best, I think. But at the same time, like... You Sixers fans do have a lot of faith in Elton Brand. After what he did, to, before nobody really had much faith. I mean, we love Elton Brand because he was a Sixers guy. But at the same time, we're like, ah, I don't know. He's a player. I don't know. What he and he's coming out swinging. He's already got the Jimmy Butler trade earlier in the year. I mean, that's huge. Okay. He, And then what he did, he turned Mikkel Bridges into Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler, Justin Patton, Boban, and Mike Scott. Okay. Mike yeah, Scott and Justin Patton are both better than you got to realize that Brand has thrown a lot of stuff at Brett Brown. He is. Like, a lot of new people. But he's He figured it out before. I think he'll figure it out again. <laughs> I know there was the mishap earlier where Embiid and Butler were kind of complaining about yeah, it, not getting enough touches. If but that, that's went away. Well, I, I, they think... It hasn't went away. It's died down. But, see, if it died down because they were learning to share the ball more, you just added another guy who needs the ball. The With Tobias, though, I think he's a guy that would be willing to step into a, a secondary role. 
And Tobias he's still gonna, is gunning for a max contract. He is, and he'll, he'll still get it, even if he... If he See, that's, a, that's one thing you can't account for, role. is these guys have got to watch out for themselves, not a team. I agree so with that. If he's gone for a match contract and they say, we want you to only score eight points a game, he's going to say, no, why? He's going to score more than eight points a game, though. That's the, that's the thing. He's not going to have the ball in his hands every trip down the floor. He's not going to be like that. But he's, I mean, Clay Thompson doesn't get the ball every trip down the floor. Look at what he averages. That's what Tobias well, is Clay Thompson into. doesn't have to dribble. It's, Tobias isn't going to have to dribble. Well, he dribbles a lot. He does because he's been on the Pistons and the Clippers. He doesn't have to do that anymore. They they might ask him every once in a while to dribble. When if they take Simmons out and they still want to play a, a tall point guard, because he can play the point guard, but he brings the spot-up shooting that they were lacking before. Him and James Ennis. James Ennis is going to be coming off the bench, probably into Tobias's role a lot of times, to play in the corner. They're going to have Redick running off screens everywhere. Okay, he's going to do what he always does. He's going to take one dribble and either shoot or pass it and then run off more screens. Tobias, if they need him to get the ball on a pick and roll, they will. He can do pick and pop. He can do dribble handoffs. Or he can just sit in the corner like Clay Thompson does and wait for Simmons to drive <laughs> and B to drive or Butler to drive. Okay, The pick and roll is going to be crazy with this okay, team. Okay, I, w- I want you to the dribble handoffs I want you to throw out your homerism for a second and, and listen. You gotta admit that Brand kind of went for quantity over quality. I don't think he did. <laughs> no, no. Listen, what, what listen. better quality could he have gotten? Um, Anthony Davis. That he's not gonna go to Philly. He's not gonna stay in Philly. There's no reason to go but for Anthony. But you could Davis. win two championships. I don't think you could. Yeah. He might. He might be better than Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler. But I still. I mean Simmons. Davis and Embiid. I don't think that wins you a championship. And he gave up a lot of future. He did. But his future is also these star players. Now, what... Butler's their oldest star. What happens if both Tobias and Butler leave in free agency this offseason? Then they have space to sign another guy. They have space to try to go get a Kawhi or a Kyrie. Well, at that point, they don't because they don't own the rights. What do you mean they don't? They don't own the bird rights to them. They can't go over the cap to sign them. They don't have the cap space on, of holding on to Tobias Harris and Butler anymore. No, but they have the bird rights. So they can go over the cap. Yeah, with those guys. If you don't have the rights, you can't go over the they're cap. Not gonna get, they're not going to get two max contracts. They can go get a max contract and still have a good future. They can until that Simmons extension comes up. I don't. I mean, they can get Simmons still. Not if he goes for the Supermax. They couldn't afford it. They wouldn't be able to. The luxury, they'd go over the hard cap. But, I know. I believe in the front office. They pay guys <laughs> to know these things. Okay. They do pay guys I to know these things. I can't tell you exactly everything about the salary cap. I can't tell you what their plans are. But I know that they say they have a plan for signing Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler. I think if Brand thought Butler wasn't coming back, he would have gotten rid of him. Well, doesn't every team have a plan? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do. But not every team is smart, you know? Like the Knicks, they but might have plans. In you're the... trusting a brand new GM. Look at what he already accomplished, though. Okay, that's that's okay. But look what Stan Van Gundy accomplished his first season. He turned he the Pistons around, and then after that, it was he just turned them dead. He turned them around. He didn't turn them into this. Look what Pat Riley did his first few seasons. He got the big three, and now look at the Heat. 
Well, that's because the big three all walk. Okay, He's but, won two but championships. But if the Sixers guys walk, it's the same he thing. Won two cha- yeah, but it took them four years to walk. It took Dwayne Wade getting okay. old, Chris Bosh getting blood clots. But you know who didn't exist then? And LeBron then? walking. Golden State didn't exist then. Golden State might not exist next year. There's a strong possibility Golden State could be blown up. Golden State's going to exist. I think they'll exist still, too. <laughs> I think Clay is Clay or Durant's gone. One of them has got to be gone. Yeah, but then Eventually, they can just sign back. Maybe. I, I don't and think they Boogie still wants got to come four back. I don't think players. Boogie wants to come back. I mean, they can't sign all those guys for a max. Yeah, they're, they already they're got Clay to. on a max. They're gonna either they're gonna put Durant on a max. Thompson wants a max. He's not gonna get. They're one. gonna do the same thing the Sixers are gonna do. They're gonna cut all everything out under those guys. They're gonna get the the maxes they can get. Pay a stupid amount of luxury tax and then do all mid level exception backups. I mean, that's what they've already done. But I'm telling you, they're not going to be able to give Clay a max contract in any sense if they sign Durant to a max contract. Yeah, but then even if you lose Clay Thompson, you're you still got Kevin Durant, and Steph Curry. Yeah, but that's only that's only two of their. I mean, yeah, that's still one of the best teams in the league, but they're beatable now because Boogie will definitely walk. They're beatable, but they're not like Boogie's not walk s- over them. Maybe not, but the Sixers team. Could definitely go seven games with them. Well, do you want Easy. to go seven games I think or do you the, want to win? I think the Sixers could go five to seven games with them now. No, no, not seven. No. Seven games against that Warriors team. There's no. They will be a really hard fought battle if they go seven games. If you got the East. But they have a better. If you got the East All Stars, they might go seven with the Warriors. Might. You're not accounting how bad the Warriors bench is now. They still they, got Iggy and Sean Livingston. They're old and they don't do anything. Sean Livingston still does a lot, and Iggy still does a lot. Defensively, Iggy still does a lot. When Iggy's having a game and he's hitting his shots, he does a but lot. But when does Iggy always have games? I mean, they're in, in the, the finals. They're in the playoffs. Okay, so yes, maybe. But what I've seen from them this year, the bench isn't great. There's a reason. Okay, you said what you've seen. Is it the playoffs? It is the playoffs, but it's not the playoffs yet. They're old, so who knows if they're going to be those people they're in the playoffs again. They're just storing it all up. Why would you? If you're the Warriors, why would you play hard right now? What incentive do you have to play hard? Well, you saw what happened last year when they got the second seed and they and almost they lost to the Rockets. Rolled the finals. They did not roll into the. They rolled in the finals because yeah. they had home field, home court advantage. But they still made it they, in the finals. The Western Conference finals. They they barely made it. If they, Chris Paul didn't go out, they were they would have not made the. They would have lost. They probably would have still beat them even if they had Chris Paul. I don't. I don't think they would have. They had no answer for Chris Paul. Curry was shut down by Chris Paul. Well, the Rockets had no answer for Kevin Durant. Maybe not. They had enough of an answer to score more. Like than Draymond them. Green says, some most teams have 82 game players. They got 16 game players. Look, <laughs> I'm telling you, the Warriors in two years, two years at least, the most they'll have is Curry and Durant. That will be the best they have. Draymond will be gone. Clay's gone. Boogie's definitely gone. Boogie's gone this year. He took the five mil to win a championship and to yeah. get his numbers back up. So but in two years, Simmons is going to be on the Lakers. Yeah, he might be. <laughs> but if we still have Harris and Butler and Embiid, I mean, we can Tobias, sign somebody else Tobias good. is good, but he's not He's great. not as good as Simmons. Okay, He could be an he's Eastern not, All-Star. He's not near as good as Simmons. No, and he doesn't have the potential <laughs> Simmons does. But we can't help it if Simmons walks. 
they're not going to let him walk because of a max, he wants a max contract and they can't give it to him. They'll get rid of one of those guys if they need to. But I, I trust them when they say they have a, a plan for the to sign Harris and Butler back. Well, the Knicks have a plan to sign but the Durant Knicks, and Kyrie, and that may not the work. The Knicks have n- never done anything. The Sixers have not proven me wrong yet. Colangelo is the worst thing to happen to the Sixers, and they've already gotten rid of him. They've already gotten rid of all of Colangelo's guys, too. Well, you know, if Sam Hinkie was a GM, they'd be in better shape. Exactly. Sam Hinkie's guys are the ones that are still there. Brand is finishing the process. Colangelo came in, messed it all up. The only good thing Colangelo did was draft Simmons. Well, he did draft Fultz, too. Exactly. Colangelo drafted Fultz. Yeah, everyone did anything good he did. He drafted Fultz. Really, what's holding the Sixers back is the fact that Fultz turned out to be nothing. I wouldn't say nothing. He hasn't been anything yet. I mean, you, the first pick got traded for Jonathan Simmons in a protected. So that that's pretty rough. They got nothing from him. I won't say Fultz turned out to be nothing. They got nothing from Fultz. They, as far as his Simmons, career with the Sixers was, yes. he was nothing. Yeah, and Simmons, Jonathan Simmons is on the Sixers. I think he has a better chance to shine. He did well on the Spurs team, which is why he got the contract he did with the Magic. He's not... Yeah. On the Magic, but, he has to be liable to score on the Magic. If I told you you were going to trade the number one overall pick for Jonathan Simmons in a late round will, pick, yeah, you'd I be say, pretty mad. It's sad. It's sad. <laughs> but the thing about Alton Brand that I like so much is he's not afraid to trade the first round pick whenever he's not doing anything for Jonathan Simmons in a first round pick. Because most other teams, they would have gotten even less than that. He would have been just out of the league. I mean, you look at the Cavs. If it wasn't for them trying to get LeBron back there, they would still have Anthony Bennett. <laughs> well, they would still Mark have Deion Mark Hell still feels like he has some potential. And I Everyone felt like Anthony Bennett had nothing. <laughs> yeah, and the Cavs still would have stuck with him because he was the first pick. They were invested at that point. See, that's where you got to look at well, Brand. And also, he's not helps, afraid to take these. It helps with Brand that it wasn't his pick. If it would have been someone he picked, he probably would have been a little more. I don't. Maybe. Do you know how egotistical those guys are? Maybe. They, those big, big basketball guys like that never want to admit that they messed up. Maybe, but I just like Johnson hasn't admit that he messed up drafting Lonzo, but he knows that he did. Well, that's Magic Johnson. Yeah, Magic. The only good thing Magic Johnson's done is sign LeBron. Everything else has been awful. Well, all he had to do on that was how did he not get cousins? not mess up his signature? Yeah. How, exactly. Well, no one bid on Boogie. That's Magic what makes me not, mad. No Magic, one in the league bid on Boogie. Exactly. Not a single person called him. How did Magic Magic Johnson it only still has a job because LeBron wanted to go to L.A.? Yeah. It did, had nothing to do with Magic Johnson. Yeah. That See, that's what I'm saying. Magic Johnson is not Elton Brand. Elton Brand, he's pulling off aggressive moves, and you can say they well, might the not work Elton out. The reason Elton Brand has a job is because Colangelo couldn't get his wife to stop tweeting. Maybe, but I mean he's doing good. Magic Johnson hasn't done anything. Magic Johnson had the Lakers in the worst position they'd ever been. Okay, in. well, that's Elton. Magic Johnson is definitely a terrible GM. Yes. Elton Brand also stumbled into the ultimate setup that you can be in. Plenty he, of young talent. Plenty of young assets. Like 
The it, Lakers had that too. They had Brandon Ingram. They had so many first round picks. Yeah, but the Sixers have much more than the Lakers ever did. They do, yeah, because Sam, they they did something. Sam Hinkie literally set up everyone for the next fifteen years after him for success. He did. I mean, Sam Hinkie helped a lot. There's Brandon. There's honestly no way you could come in there and screw it up. Like Colangelo barely even screwed it up. Like yeah, I mean he screwed it up enough that they couldn't win last year, and that they drafted the wrong guys and. Yeah, but even that ended up working out. So like, I. If you look at it, yes, all the pieces they have now are from Hinky's guys. Okay, the guys that Hinky hired in, the guys that Hinky picked up in free agency, the guys that he drafted—they're yeah. all traded in for these guys. But you also have to look, Elton Brand. You have to give him his credit. You have to say he's smart enough to make these moves. I am giving him. I'm saying he's—he's he's got the. He's got to be executive of the year. I'm. Pro, he'll probably get it. All I'm saying is, who do you, you think? You, who do you think's been a better executive this year than Elton Brand? You can say Jerry West pulled all this stuff off, but th- he hasn't pulled it off yet. No. Saw a measure from uh, the Raptors. I mean, they've been uh, they've been good, but they were. Or good. the Bucks GM. Bucks GM is good too, but I don't think they've done. All I'm what saying Elton is, Brand's all done. I'm saying is, look, I've been stung multiple times by guys coming in doing good off the bat and then failing so just chill on elton for a little bit before he breaks your heart i i believe in the old school chevy i believe in elton <laughs> i Brand. believed in chris ballard or in uh ryan grixon you saw what happened yeah that was your fault <laughs> what did i do <laughs> you believed in him you're believing in elton brand just because he's elton brand but look he's got room for error he mu- you yeah, know why most might. other GMs don't make trades like this? They don't have room for error like that. He could say, oh, well, both Butler and Harris didn't work out, but, you know, I've still got Embiid and Simmons and draft picks, so, eh, it's not all that bad. Which, if any other team did those moves and both those guys walked, it'd be like LeBron and the, like the Cavs are now. Uh, yeah, maybe. When, but, I mean, When you've got room for error, you're a lot bolder than you would be if you didn't. He, I'll give you that. I'll give you it. it's. He had a little more room for air. I'll give him that, but I I still think like the amount of aggression he showed in making these moves, and the moves that he's gotten done already, that's that's pretty big stuff. That's I think that's yeah. It's either gonna pay off very well or it's gonna tank very badly. Yeah, there's gonna I, be no in between. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Which is, I I mean that's what I'm praising him for. Like this is. Huge risk, but it's also huge reward. I think the reward of it is why you become a fan of a team. Is why you what you want to see your team. Do yeah, but them. you know, if two years from now this doesn't work out, every Sixers fan is going to be t- wanting Elton Brand fired. I mean, maybe that's just how it is. But they wanted Sam Hinkie fired. Yeah, and look how that worked out. Exactly. That's why I'm. Just, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that. Fans are always wishing for something yeah. else. I'm not saying the fans aren't stupid, but I'm saying Elton Brand, he's in a good position because he's in either a great position. they win a championship in the next couple of years or they just start the process back over. And they they have a better starting place this time than what they'd had before. Oh, well, you wouldn't have to start it back over. You'd still have two star players. Yeah, they wouldn't but... start completely back over. but I mean, You just need to fill out people, people beside them. But... Yeah. 
So either they win a championship in the next couple years, or they're right back to where they were last year. Yeah. As long as the Warriors are a thing. That's a big move. As long as the Warriors are a thing, this is all for nothing. Maybe. Right? I could see this team beating the Warriors. I, I know. No, no, you can't. You're just, I can't. Your homerism's talking yourself no, into listen. it now. <laughs> this is the closest we've been to seeing anybody to beat the Warriors. Even with how good the Warriors are now, the Sixers are good enough that they could beat the Warriors. I'm not saying that they will. I'm not saying that they're favored. I'm not saying that they're even favored to go seven The closest games. team we've seen to beating the Warriors was the Cavs team that beat the Warriors. Well, that was a different Warriors I'm talking about this <laughs> Warriors team. And I'm not just talking about the Sixers, okay? The Bucks right now, they could beat the Warriors. Not saying that they're favored, not saying that they're even favored to go seven games. Well, any team can beat the Warriors once. No, I'm talking about in the finals. No, none of these yes. teams in the no, NBA can beat the Warriors in the finals. You are giving too much in to how good the Warriors are. You are not giving any room for error on the Warriors part. You're looking at them like they're Greek gods, okay? Well, they pretty much are. Essentially. Here's your room for error. If but, Kevin Durant has a bad game, you still got Boogie, Draymond, Clay, and Steph. That's pretty good error management right there. Yeah, but now you got those four. But now these teams have five guys that you're going to have to worry about as well. Sure, they're not to the level of the Warriors' five guys. But the Bucks have more depth than the, than the Warriors. Yes, the Warriors have five guys that are better. Giannis is probably... I, I would... Say he's right on par with Kevin Durant. Kevin no, Durant's still better. He's not on. No. Kevin Kevin Durant. He's on the. He's on the clear level. cut second best player in the NBA. I'm not saying that Giannis is the second best. player. I'm saying he's on he's that close. level. He's close. He's on that level. He's, he's Embiid is approaching that level. He's not on that level. He's not on the same level as Kawhi, Giannis, Durant, those guys. They're by Kawhi. They're by Kevin's shoes. I, I I think Kawhi and Giannis are a little bit closer. But the other, the Raptors, I think they could beat the Warriors. Honestly, I think the Raptors have the best chance of beating the Warriors. The Raptors' best chance is that they have Kawhi Leonard exactly. to shut down Kevin Durant. Exactly. And Kawhi you just Leonard, have to pray to God that Steph and Clay don't hit a shot. Exactly. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard beat the Heat team, the Big Three Heat team, pretty much by himself. The Spurs team, yes, they were still good. Tim Duncan was still good. Tony Parker was still good. Tim Duncan was, was always good. Yes, they were still good. <laughs> But they didn't do what you're you're used to seeing them do when they win finals games. That was all Kawhi that year. Kawhi really stepped in. He didn't play last year. Okay, he hasn't had those guys for the last couple of years. Now he's on a team that has those guys again, yeah. except younger, and they got a better defense. They have a legitimate chance of beating the Warriors. No, legitimate. I'm not going to say they're favored. I'm not going to say they're favored to go second. I give them 15% chance. I'm not going to be surprised if the Bucks, Sixers, or the the Raptors get swept in the finals by the, the Warriors. Yeah. I won't be surprised. That's most likely what's going to happen. But I'm not going to be overly surprised if they beat them either. I would. I would be extremely stunned. You can be extremely stunned all you want. But if it happens, I'm going to be like, I told you it could happen. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm not saying <laughs> I think wait, they're wait, wait, favorite. Wait, 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 wait. You just pulled the ultimate Stu Gatz right there. Uh, I'm telling you it's going to happen, but if they get swept. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. no, no. no. <laughs> the ultimate hedge. I am not saying it, that it's going to happen. I am not saying it's going to happen at all. 
Alright. I still think the Warriors are the favorites to win the title. Don't get me wrong saying that you... Any of that. But I am saying... They could lose. They're not <laughs> unbeatable now. Listen. I'm not saying will. Okay? Will and could are huge differences. Okay? Would and could are big differences in words. Okay? Could means there's a chance. Would means it will happen. There's no chance of the other team. Okay? I'm saying the Warriors are beatable. Those are the three teams that do it. You can say the Celtics all you want, whatever. Unless they get back to what everyone thought they would be, Celtics aren't in there. Okay? Celtics can make the finals, right? I'm I'm putting them in the... They're as good as those other four teams, but they're not going to beat the Warriors. Those three teams could beat the Warriors. Deep in your heart, though, you know that the Warriors are going to destroy whoever. I don't know if they'll destroy whoever. Look how good they were last year. And then they added maybe the best center in the league. Okay. They still almost lost to the Rockets last year, who had pretty much just James Harden. If they'd have had Boogie last year, that'd have been completely different. Yeah, it would have. <laughs> but still, they they were that team, and they played against an ISO ball team with Chris Paul, Eric Gordon, and James Harden. That was it. Yeah, but until none James, of the good East teams are ISO teams besides the Bucks. Sometimes. Ex- yeah, exactly. ISO balls not good in this NBA anymore. It doesn't help. It doesn't work. You got to be well, the worst. James Harden. Well, James Harden works, yeah. And by the way, the Kobe saying right that ISO ball doesn't work is the that's funniest ironic. thing I've ever Yeah, heard. that's really ironic. That's very <laughs> the ironic. King, the, he was better than Michael Jordan at keeping the ball. Yeah. They, I guess he's thinking he would play triangle ball, which he did when Shaq was there. Rather, But he was still ISO ball. Yeah. <laughs> even when they Shaq was there. He was the king I mean, they ran the more triangle offense, but he was still a... But anyway. Come back to this, right? If the Sixers, Bucks, or Raptors win, remember who told you that it could happen. Don't get, don't be saying you're stupid for saying that they're going to beat the Warriors. I'm not saying that. I'm not getting overhyped saying that this is these are the best. You teams said ever. they're beating the Warriors. You said it. I did not say they would. I'm saying <laughs> there is a possibility, right? There's not. I'm not saying there's a 50% chance even of them being the Warriors, okay? Because that would put them on equal playing ground with the Warriors. But I'm saying there's at least a 25% chance. That's a little high. I believe that. So you're saying that they're going to beat them? No. I'm saying they could. How, how do the Cavs beat them? Okay. Because Draymond got a flagrant foul and got kicked out. Yeah. Okay. The Cavs also had a man named LeBron James. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, that's pretty much it. Kyrie Irving had the that The Sixers should have traded for LeBron. Well, they tried to pick him up in the free agency. He didn't want to go. Okay. He's dumb. He went to the Lakers. Look what happened. Nothing. He's dumb other than Absolutely all that money nothing. he's going to make. He's, he might not even make the playoffs now. Yeah, that's going to help him. Though. Look how much time we'll have to make movies. Good for him. But we're talking about championships right now, okay? <laughs> all right? He's got enough championships. LeBron beat the Warriors because Draymond had to set out again. And then they picked up. Is that not Draymond's fault, though? It is. And this is what <laughs> I'm getting at. Now they have Draymond... And DeMarcus Cousins on the same team. Yeah. Both of those guys could be suspended the entire playoffs. You never know. What yeah, there's still Kevin Durant then. They still got Kevin Durant. And Steph Curry. They're a lot more beatable because they don't have any big guys. They don't have any big guys that back those get two up. 
Sure, Durant's gonna score forty. So your Curry's your whole chance 40. of someone beating Cl- the Warriors is that Draymond and Boogie do something stupid and get themselves suspended. No, that that would make it a thirty three percent chance that they get beat. Okay, <laughs> if that happens, I'm talking just straight up. They have a twenty five percent. If everybody's healthy, everybody plays. They have a twenty five percent chance of getting beat. They have a thirty three percent chance. Thirty three point three three thirty three repeating percent chance of getting beat. Honestly, those guys go out. the the best way to beat the Warriors is if Steph doesn't play. Yeah, I mean, that's how they get beat all the time. Yeah. Curry gets hurt a lot. If he gets hurt, even if Draymond and, uh, what's his name, DeMarcus play, Boogie, <laughs> they got a 40% chance of getting beat. Still not 50 because they still got Durant. But Durant wait, goes out. They wait until they get somebody in the buyout market that just makes them 20 times better. If it happens, there's nobody in the buyout market now. Wade Baldwin is their best. Zach Randolph, he's not gonna play. You know, if Wade Baldwin goes Wade Baldwin's to the Warriors, gonna he's gonna be. Amazing. He's gonna be what Quinn Cook was. Quinn Cook make was him good though. That's what I'm saying. Other I mean, than he cooked himself when LeBron challenged yeah. him to shoot a three. He's good, but <laughs> that was the greatest moment ever. <laughs> Wide open three. Hey, shoot it, doink. <laughs> Nick Stauskas, maybe I don't know. Wayne Ellington is. Probably the best guy on the buyout market. The Pacers took the best guy off the buyout market. Yeah, they didn't know. With DeAndre Jordan not going on the buyout market, that leaves. If the Warriors would have gotten him, that wouldn't have been that would have been unfair. Like the commissioner would have had to step in. It would have, and I would have said there was a five percent chance of any of those teams beating him. Because once Boogie comes out, then Draymond or then. You can do when Michael Jordan signs with the Warriors. He's washed. (laughs) But you know, if he's on the Warriors, he'll score like eight points still. There's a 10% chance that one team in the West could beat the worst, like any one of the teams. I give them a 15% chance. The East, they have a chance. If they had a free, if one of those teams in the East had a free pass to the finals, I'd give them a 30% chance of beating the Warriors. What if the Warriors had a free pass to the finals? I'd give them a 75% chance to win. Wait, no, no, no. That's, I give them. I give them an 85. I'd give them a 100% chance to win if they didn't have to play anything other than There has to be Which, there has to be a room really, for losing. Really shouldn't the West final the West playoffs be set up like that? What? Just let the Warriors go to the final. I mean, that's pretty much what it's going to be now because they're all trying to out offense the Warriors. You know that can't happen. Yeah, just let the Warriors go. To, the you East know the, is setting well, up be funny play defense. If the Warriors only played bench players until like the conference final. They could do it. They would <laughs> they wouldn't win with those bench players. They, they only play defense. one start per night. They they could make it. They could do that. <laughs> One if, night it's if Blue, one night it's KD. If Curry's the star, they could they could do it. They just have to say KD or Curry in case it goes to Game Seven. Then they could just play KD and Steph, and they would just, yeah, it would be over with KD. And Steph. They would That's murder the Trailblazers. That's just too much fun. Those two combined will score a hundred and something. But still, this podcast is over an hour. I know it's trade deadline. We didn't even get to everything. We're just stopping at trade deadline. We'll, we'll get some. We'll get some baseball stuff next week when absolutely nothing's happening in any sport. Simmons, Garden Curry. This is where I'll leave it on, okay? Simmons might be the best matchup to guard Curry. Not saying he'll shut him down. Curry could still go for 30. He could still go for 60 if he wanted to. (laughs) But it's a lot harder to shoot over a 6'10 point guard than it is to shoot over guys the same height as you. So that's what I'll leave it at. For Steph, it's kind of not, though. I mean, Steph's still good. And Steph's still going to make anything he throws up just about. If they don't guard him from the f- half-court line. 
Simmons is faster than Curry. Now, Curry's still got moves that he could break, literally break Ben Simmons' ankles. I won't say that. But, Ben's big enough and fast enough that he could outplay Curry physically. If somehow Ben Simmons has been hiding a jump shot this whole time, I give them a 100% chance to win. And that's where I'll leave it at.